Federal agencies haven't quite finished implementing the Data Act, designed to bring greater financial transparency to the federal government. The Data Coalition has long been working the data and data transparency issue. Now it's come out with its legislative agenda for 2018. Joining me with highlights, Hudson Hollister, the Data Coalition founder and executive director. Hudson, good to have you back. Same here, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, let's get the assessment of the Data Act. I guess people take it seriously. Agencies seem to be trying, but there's still a ways to go, isn't there? There sure is, Tom. Uh, For the most part, we're hearing that agencies are doing a good job of compiling the spending data that the Data Act requires them to report and then submitting that to the Treasury Department. Uh, Coming this May, uh, that's an important time for us because this May is when, for the first time, we're going to have an entire year's worth of that spending data. That's when a lot of the analysis and a lot of the comparisons first become possible. All right. And for your legislative agenda for the coming year, that is the coalition, you're looking at expanding the Data Act. What directions do you think it needs to go at this point? Well, we spent the first two years of our existence as a coalition pushing for the passage of the Data Act, and then another three years helping to support vigorous implementation. And we're not done with implementation. Uh, We want to see agencies beginning to use open data, uh, beginning to use spending data to solve management challenges. We want to see Congress using the new data sets that now exist uh, and that that will include an entire year's worth of spending data this coming May. We want to see Congress using that to make decisions. And so that's still ongoing. Uh, There are more reforms. There's more oversight on spending data that still has to continue. But we are not just pursuing this transformation from documents to data for spending information, we want to see the government transform all of its information, not just spending, from documents into open and searchable data. And I guess what agencies have been concentrating on is contracting data, but the whole area of grants data, that's the next green field here? Well, it's a its a green field <laughs> in that it is uh, – I, I wouldn't call it a green field. I'd call, I'd call it a thorny wilderness. Uh, when federal grantees report information that they're required to report on their receipt and their use of grant funds. They're reporting that information to 2,300 different program offices spread across more than 70 agencies and bureaus, and they also have to report that information to the Federal Audit Clearinghouse. And because we don't have consistent data standards for all that information that is reported by the grantees, There is no way to compare all of that across the whole government or even across programs within one agency. And is that where the GREAT Act comes in? That's right. Uh, Last September, Congresswoman Virginia Fox announced that she intends to introduce legislation called the Grant Reporting Efficiency and Agreements Transparency Act, another amazing government acronym for you, the GREAT Act, which will require the executive branch to adopt a common data format for all of those reports by the grantees, which means for the first time, we could have a single data set covering all of the different grant programs, showing all that information that flows from the grantees to the agencies. And for the grantees, from their standpoint, a common data format means that they could automate their reporting processes. And instead of manually copying and pasting into PDFs, their software could automatically put together the information they need to report. Sounds like that would be a five-year effort in reality. I think any of these efforts are going to be multi-year. One of our models for this 
is that the Australian government adopted a common data format for the information that its regulatory agencies collect. It's called standard business reporting. And in Australia, standard business reporting saves the private sector a billion dollars a year because private sector companies can use one software product to do their tax reports, their securities reports, their corporate registration, and their retirement accounts. We're speaking with Hudson Hollister, founder and executive director of the Data Coalition. An interesting gambit that you're looking at for 2018 also is to end the dependence on the DUNS number. I know this is something that the GSA has been exploring. I guess this is an expensive proposition for both industry and the government to use uh, these proprietary numbers to identify contractors. Uh, That's right, Tom. Any identification code that's proprietary, that is owned by a private sector entity, that means that um, whoever uses the information needs to pay again and again each time they use the information. And so just across the board, the data coalition is in favor of non-proprietary identifiers. When the government uses a common identification field, it should be open for anybody to use and reuse for any purpose. That means that the information can be freely accessed, it can be freely analyzed, and anybody can work on putting together insights uh, to draw useful information out of the data. How interested have you found Congress to be in that particular, sounds like an arcane issue? (laughs) It is awfully arcane. I mean, we are in the position of trying to explain to members of Congress and to congressional staff who might be more more, uh, drawn in by political battles that it is so important to pay attention to infrastructure. It is so important to modernize the way that the federal government collects and produces and records information, because once we can modernize that, once we can adopt non-proprietary identifiers, then it becomes possible to manage the federal government more effectively, and it becomes possible for the regulated entities and the grantees to report automatically. It all comes down to the data standards, though, and our job is to make that more interesting. A lot of these grant programs, a lot of spending programs involve the states as well, and they all have their own systems and their own uh, platforms for reporting. How much should states be brought in, and how much can Congress really compel states to adopt federal standards? Well, here's where states as grantees becomes an important point. Um, most state governments receive a very large proportion of their revenues in the form of federal grants, but not all to one place. You might have the State Department of Transportation receiving grants from the federal one, the State Department of Education receiving grants from the federal Department of Education, and so on. Some states have set up statewide grants offices to try to make sense of that whole information stream because it's a very important consideration for the governor of a state. If Congress is making some kind of an across-the-board change, how is that going to affect all of my different revenue streams that might be coming from hundreds of different federal programs? With common data standards applied at the federal level, it becomes possible for states to automatically figure out the impact of federal policy changes on that revenue stream taken as a whole. If the states then adopt the same data format for the information that they collect from their own grantees or from the sub-grantees that get the federal money, then it becomes possible to automate the whole process. And I wanted to also ask you about this topic of designing a standard business reporting policy. I guess maybe that's where it all adds up together here. That's right. I mentioned standard business reporting earlier. The regulatory system in the U.S. government is broken. We have dozens of different agencies. They collect overlapping information. They use PDF documents to do it. 
compliance is a huge drag on our economy. We can make compliance cheaper without sacrificing accountability if the regulatory agencies work together and adopt a common data structure for what they collect, as has happened in Australia, as has happened in the Netherlands, as has happened in Estonia and other places. And given all that's happened with the federal shutdown, with the arguments over the immigration policy and all the other things that they can't ever seem to agree on, it seems like you've had bipartisan support for all of these data and kind of inside baseball types of machinery that we the sure government have. does. Is that still the case? It, it, we sure have, and it is still the case. When we worked on passing the Data Act, it passed unanimously in both houses, and we had enthusiastic co-sponsors from both sides. That's the promise of fixing the data infrastructure, um, and not, not just the fact that it brings together members of Congress from opposing parties, but also that ultimately... If we can agree on the data format, that means that we'll have more information to base our decisions on. And I think ultimately it will constrict the political divisions. There will be more reliable information about what the government is spending in the case of the Data Act or about the impact of regulations and what regulated entities are doing in the case of standard business reporting. That means that more decision-making can be pulled out of the political realm and can just be management. Hudson Hollister is founder and executive director of the Data Coalition. As always, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. We'll have a link to the agenda and to this interview at federalnewsradio.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to all of our interviews at iTunes or Podcast One.